The following Art Trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? It's a sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a circle and folded sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? I, I've got a sonic cannon. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I have sonic to hold. A sonic what? Who has a sonic screwdriver? I do. And once again, you do as well. Well, a sonic news driver, that is. Welcome back to the Sonic News Driver for Earth Date, Tuesday, the 11th of November, 2008. Selected Doctor Who-related news stories delivered to you sonically. Brought to you in part by the New England Fan Experience. This is Louis Trapani. So what's going on since our last podcast? Let's see. Um, since we last left you, David Tennant announced uh, he'll be stopping off as the Doctor in early 2010. So, what else has happened in Doctor Who news? Well, that pretty much had dominated all Doctor Who-related news that week. And following that was all the speculation of who's going to be announced to take his part parading as news. Then there was this little thing, this little election thing in the U.S. I don't know. (laughs) Obi-Wan Kenobi, Boba Fett, Barack Obama... Hey, is it just me, or does the U.S. president-elect have a Star Wars name? And to top it all, an anagram of Barack is Akbar, as in Admiral Akbar. It's a trap! So, has there been anything else to report relating to our favorite traveling time lord? Let's find out in this edition of the Sonic News Driver. It only took three days for the sun to turn a rumor into news. Now, speaking of Barack Obama, immediately after becoming the first African-American all-black U.S. president-elect on Election Day in the U.S. last week, fans started speculating whether or not the next doctor could possibly be black as well. Well, just days after fans started speculating on it, The Sun took it upon themselves to report that the BBC were indeed considering Colin Salmon, who played Dr. Moon and assisted M in the recent Daniel Craig Bond film, were in talks with him to play the role. The BBC has denied that they were in talks with him to sign on as the Doctor, as The Sun has reported. It's not the first time that there has been speculation and rumors of a black Doctor. A quarter of a century ago or so, some were speculating on comedian Lenny Henry, who actually did appear as the Doctor in a 1985 sketch on his show. Now, speaking of black actors, the PBC News got into the speculation game themselves. Though they did make it clear it was speculation, throwing in actor Patterson Joseph into the ring, who appeared in Doctor Who towards the end of the Christopher Eccleston era, playing the character Roderick. And we have at least another year of David Tennant playing the Doctor. I don't think there's any casting decisions are um, being made immediately right now. 
I would take any news of anyone being cast as the doctor or being considered to be cast as the doctor or, or rumored to be cast, whatever. It's just all, I mean, speculation is fun. You know, fans always have fun with it. And But just be clear that it is speculation. A children in need, children's dream come true. This Friday will be the BBC Children in Need fundraiser special on BBC One at 7 p.m. It promises to preview a couple minutes of the next month's Doctor Who Christmas special, The Next Doctor. There was also passing mention in an official press release of a, quote, children in need themed scenes of Doctor Who. But nothing more than that, and there's been no further mention of it afterwards. But before the special graces our screens, and we hope that the Doctor Who-related elements will be available for viewing on the BBC Doctor Who website, as it has been last year, 400 BBC Children Need competition winners were invited to a backstage tour to visit the Doctor Who studios last weekend. That's the 8th and 9th of November. It's the first time the studios had been open to the public. It was not limited to the TARDIS alone, although that alone would be enough for most Doctor Who fans. They were also treated to a tour of the Torchwood Hub and even had a chance to take part in a specially written scene from the Sarah Jane Adventures. BBC News also reports that in addition there was a mystery stop, quote, unquote, mystery stop, <laughs> in which visitors were sworn to secrecy. I don't know. You got me. <laughs> the tour also included workshops, video editing suites, six sound stages, and a prop store. But wait, there's more. Visitors were also greeted by head writer and executive producer Russell T. Davies, fellow executive producer Julie Gardner, John Barrowman, obviously from both Doctor Who and Torchwood, and Eve Miles from Torchwood and uh, Doctor Who as well. While not there in person, David Tennant and Catherine Tate recorded a greeting that welcomed the TARDIS Torchwood Hub Sarah Jane Adventures special scene mystery scene flockers there. <laughs> the BBC Children in Need aim is to positively change the lives of disadvantaged children and young people in the UK. This year's theme is Do Something Different. Will the Iron Curtain be lifted from the BBC iPlayer? The BBC iPlayer could offer up Doctor Who video for on-demand to even outsiders of the UK, according to an article in Paid Content UK. Eric Huggers, Director of New Media and Technology at the BBC, speaking at a Screen Digest conference on the future of online distribution, reported that since its Christmas Day launch last year, there has been 248 million views on their infamous Windows-only UK only iPlayer. He went on to say that the internet is, by definition, a global medium, yet today we are artificially blocking international access to the iPlayer. That's a problem in my mind and a big challenge for the industry. End quote. The problem still remains on how people outside of the UK will pay for such video services. The iPlayer is currently funded via the British television license fee. Hugger also stated that another persistent problem of the iPlayer is its multiplayer functionality, or rather, lack of it. He says it will be solved with a download manager compatible with every OS by the end of the year. Yay! 
Sad news resulting from a M6 accident. Last week, hundreds of mourners paid their respects to a family of six killed in a horrific accident on the M6. David Statham and his wife, Michelle, and their four children died as a result of a lorry driver who was spared and is currently in custody. Of the children, nine-year-old Jay was mad for Doctor Who, so much so that his coffin was decorated as a TARDIS, and one of the hearses had a floral tribute in shape of a Dalek. To add insult to injury, two thieves broke into their home to steal his bike. Come on, granted he won't be needing it now, but that's still very just uncool. Two mountain bikes were stolen, one belonging to Jay, the other belonged to his brother Reese, 13, who also perished in the accident. In the even more sad news report category, Roy Stewart has passed away. The TARDIS newsroom reports that Doctor Who Online has listed the obituary of Roy Stewart. You may recall Stewart for his role as Toberman in the classic Tomb of the Cybermen from the Second Doctor era, as well as playing a strong man in the Third Doctor story, Terror of the Autons. He has also appeared in the 1973 Bond film, Live and Let Die. No details on the cause of his death at this time. Get an inside look at Chicago TARDIS and Doctor Who Pachak 132. The latest episode of the podcast All Things Doctor Who, Doctor Who Pachak, features an interview with Jennifer Adams Kelly of the annual Chicago TARDIS. Outside of Gallifrey, L.A., this is one of the largest annual Doctor Who conventions in the U.S. This year is no exception, as the ninth annual event takes place this Thanksgiving weekend, the 28th through the 30th, at the Winston Lombard Yorktown Center in Lombard, Illinois. Helping to celebrate the 45th anniversary of Doctor Who, on hand will be Elizabeth Sladen, Colin Baker, Paul Cornell, Robert Sherman, Gary Russell, Nicholas Briggs, India Fisher, Lisa Bowerman, and Jason High Ellery, among others. You can download this episode at the usual places, org or podshock.net, or better yet, subscribe to it on one of the feeds, or get it automatically in iTunes or any RSS reader podcast client. Well, fine, folks, that's going to wrap it up for another edition of the Sonic News Driver. By the way, it's Mikado. Thanks for all those that sent in the feedback on that. <laughs> Mikado. The Sonic News Driver has been brought to you in part by the New England Fan Experience. It's November 21st through 23rd of this month. New England's ultimate fan experience at the Hyatt Regency, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Overlooking Boston, guests include Peter Davison, Robert Picardo of Star Trek, Voyager, and Stargate Atlantis, Marina Bakarin from Firefly and Stargate SG-1, Mark Gooded of Lost in Space, and many others. Check it out at www.nefe.us for more details and information. Thanks for listening to the Sonic News Driver. This has been Louis Trapani. You can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been an Art Trap production. <laughs> <laughs>